Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie Rickey here at First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm glad you could join me for this episode. As you can see, if you're watching our video podcast, I am joined again by a special guest. This week we have Tiffany Bestie, who is here with me. Uh, Tiffany is on staff at the church as our children's ministry coordinator. Is that the right title, Tiffany? Yep, yep. Uh, and so she is here to visit with me a little bit about our children's ministry and some of the exciting things we have coming up. So welcome, Tiffany. Thank you, thanks for having me. And so I always like to start off with our guests um, a little bit about you and how you came to First United Methodist, I think how you came to our church and then also how you came to be on staff at our church. Sure. Um, so my husband and my family and I moved here in the summer of 2012 and we came from the First United Methodist Church in Watertown. That's where we moved from. And so immediately upon coming here, we started attending uh, United Methodist Church in Yankton. And it took us a while to officially become members here, just hit and miss with a variety of things, but kind of an interesting story. The first day we were actually supposed to become members at our church, we walked in the door and our kids were young, four and one or five and two, and we're just kind of coming in the front entryway and getting ready to go upstairs and our daughter pukes all over everything. So we turned around and went back home and delayed it to a different day. But eventually, I would say by the spring of 2013, we had become members at First United, First United Methodist in Yankton. Um, and upon becoming members here, we just kind of got involved with some committees and activities. And I started teaching Sunday school. Um, I did kindergarten and fourth and fifth for a few different years. And we had some turnaround with some people that were leading and Corey eventually took over as our ministries leader. And his plate began to continue to fill with a variety of different things. And so they were looking for someone to focus just on the children's ministry. And having been there and done it and wanting my kids to have a good opportunity in the children's ministries area, I thought, why not help take this over and help continue to coordinate it? And so it was the fall of 2017 when I kind of took over for Corey and started working with the Sunday morning Sunday schools. And, you know, in the meantime, the children's ministries has kind of continued to evolve and develop, but we've added in the 605 Wednesday evening program and I've enjoyed it immensely since starting to do it. And it's fun to see it continue to grow and getting to see the little kids whenever we get to see them right now is super fun and I really enjoy what I'm doing. And so you, uh, so this is your part-time job. You have a full-time job as well. Yes, I do. I, we moved down to Yankton because my husband got his degree in administration to be a principal. And we'd always kind of said we grew up in Brookings and our lives took us to Watertown, but we had always said that another town we would be willing to move to was Yankton because having come here many times as kids and as high school kids, and just knowing the people, some of the people in the community, we had always said if opportunities arose in Yankton, we would pursue them. So there was a computer position, a technology position that opened up and an administrative position that opened up in Yankton. And we had some friends kind of forward the information to us and kind of thought, well, now let's give it a try. Let's see what happens. 
So it was a good fit at the schools for the both of us. Uh, Tony got to start his job as a principal and I moved into a technology position, which is kind of what my background is in. My original background was PE and health. And I did that for a few years, but always liked computers and technology. So got a master's in that. And then that happened to be what was open when we came down here. So that's what brought us to Yankton. And uh, yeah, that is my full-time job. I work at the middle school teaching basically seventh and eighth grade career explorations. This year with things being a little different, I also teach a little bit of computers as well to the sixth graders. Nice. So you basically spend your whole time with children and youth and, and yes, that's that's kind of that's about right. And you know, we have our own two kids. So either at school teaching the middle schoolers or my husband currently now is at um, Lincoln Elementary. So he works with the younger elementary kids. And we have a fourth grader and a seventh grader. And so we're either at school doing it or I'm at church doing similar things there too. Yes, and your fourth grader was one of the ones that just received a Bible not too long ago. We just did our Bible yes. presentation. Yes, she did. Some fourth and fifth graders got their Bibles here this fall, and not exactly the way we probably would have envisioned it happening, but it worked, and I really thought it was a great little video display of them, and they were all so smiley and fun that morning when we were taking their pictures, so it worked out really well, and they did all receive their Bibles, so that was most important. I think Tyann wins for most festive outfit. Of, of the group. Her outfit was yep. Christmassy. <laughs> yep, she decided to go full Christmas, even though I think it was still prior to Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> so she was in the mood. She's a lot like me. We celebrate, we start decorating for Christmas quite early, so it was time to also wear the Christmas gear. You know, normally I am a staunch after Thanksgiving decorator, but this year we had the Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving, partially because I was home yeah. Um, also, I think this year you just need extra twinkle in your life. Yes, I agree. And if it makes you happy, do it because right. right now that's what we need is something that makes us all happy. Yeah, no judgment, no judgment whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit because uh, you had talked about that, you know, we, we had 605 as a program uh, for our children's ministry last year. And obviously that's not something that we're doing this year. So why don't you share a little bit about um, how children's ministry uh, is, has been functioning this fall because maybe people don't realize because right. you don't really see the kids. Uh, right. But we are doing things. things yes. Are yes, we are. So uh, the education committee met, I think in August, kind of trying to determine what, this, what it would look like. And we're trying to take it just sort of week by week, month by month right now. Um, and we did determine that with the children's ministries, we would put together a packet each month for them with kind of focusing on one Bible story um, and put together a variety of different activities that they could work on with their parents at home or videos that they could watch or songs that they could sing that would help teach them about that story. Um, and so those packets get put together early on in the month by a group of women that are incredibly helpful to me. And we package them all up. They've all got names and addresses on them or some are left at church if that's what the parents have asked to have happen. And we get those distributed in about the first week of every month. And then we're hopeful that the parents are sitting down and going through those lessons and those stories and the worksheets and the activities. And kind of nice in that they can do it together as a family and learn a little bit together as a family. I have received some emails and feedback from parents saying, 
is so great because these are some stories that I haven't heard about in a long time and it's good to remember those things and to have that time to sit together with our kids and teach them about Jesus as well. So that's kind of what, what we've been doing this fall to still get the word of Jesus to the kids and have them still keep church and activities as part of their life. Well, and I think it is a unique opportunity um, to, to bring discipling back into the home because I think, you know, when we had talked about this early on and kind of started floating the idea, there was a bit of deer in the headlights of like, uh, what? You want me to do more? <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, to, to be able to just hand things and say, you know, we can give you the tools, but to, again, facilitate those conversations within the home so that kids mm -hmm. can talk to their parents and, and they can explore those stories together. I think yes. um, that's a real gift actually, uh, and, and kind of an exciting turn. I mean, it is our goal, obviously, to be able to be back in the building and to right. be together, right. but uh, so hopefully that this time kind of allows those conversations to continue, even when they come back in the building, that that the parents are now have a have a better understanding of what their children are learning and um, maybe some more interest and, and ability to ask questions and and engage in a different way. Well, and definitely something that when we do get back into the building, because we are going to be back in the building someday, um, something to continue with the parents. I mean, just let them know that these are the stories or lessons that we are covering and even be able to send some questions home to the parents that when they're getting it on Sunday morning, Sunday school, or if they're receiving the lesson on Wednesday night, 605, that the parents can still have a discussion about what it is that they're learning about while they're there. And maybe even possibly still an activity the parents can do at home with the kids once the kids are back in church with us. So it's, again, we're learning a lot of things that we can do differently and maybe some things that we can continue to do even once we're back inside the yeah, I think it's a conversation that I'm hearing over and over again, where this year has been such a difficult year and that nobody really would ever wish it on someone, but that they're, they're finding a kind of a new rhythm of life and a new appreciation for, you know, time together and mm -hmm. um, things like that, that, that we should be able to carry forward and hopefully that we don't lose when we get back to some right. semblance of normal. Um, yes. there's, there's some really good gifts in this time as well. Definitely, definitely. From great challenges come great opportunities. So these are some of those opportunities that we hope we can capitalize on. And I feel a little bit too, like, I know personally for me, our life as a family has slowed down a lot. And I'm incredibly appreciative for some of the extra time we have. And now we're giving families something to fill some of that time with. I mean, something constructive and worthwhile and they're not just, you know, sitting around playing video games. They're sitting down as a family and learning more about, about God and about Jesus. And, and with some creative ways. And, and you've had some families share some of the photos of crafts and things. Yeah. Uh, and we've put them out in our Friday worship emails. I know I've seen a few smiling faces in those. Yep. Those are my favorite. When I get them either through email or through text, I just, I just, and I, it probably wouldn't matter what the craft or activity was, simply just seeing the faces is probably the best for me. But we do, we do like receiving pictures of what the kids are doing at home because it is just fun to see that it's happening at home and it's fun to see all the kids' faces as well. Well, and I think probably the most fun that I've had this fall in ministry here was doing our um, 
Halloween costume. Oh yeah. Well, that yeah, that too. Time. I really got to see a lot of the families and the kids sort of in person all together out in our parking lot, although everyone was in costume. I say you won't recognize them when they're not dressed as a dinosaur or as a <laughs> Mario brother or something else, but <laughs> yeah, well, that was fun. Gina Brandt uh, kind of got organized with the youth kids and had them put some candy bags together and set up the parade around the parking lot. And it was great and the really good feedback from the families that came that it was just so nice to see each other because we hadn't seen each other since March. And so that's a really long time for the families that had regularly been seeing each other every week. So it was great to see some of the kids um, again. And I've gotten to probably see more of the kids when I was doing some dropping off of the packets but I know for the, the families, they weren't getting to see each other. So it was a great night, um, great participation. Lots of people showed up to, to do it. And we had help from the youth group and we had help videotaping it and everyone sort of tipped in and it was just really nice to see everyone. Uh, and the music, I think the music kind of put it over the edge. Right, the music was the topper. That's what, that's what made it the best, absolutely. <laughs> well, I know that, that my boys had a great time there and, and you know, it's fun for us to be able to do those kind of things as a family. As I mean, to get to be there as the pastor and see everybody, but also right. be a mom and yes. see my kids also uh, really have fun with that. You know, it makes them excited about church. Yeah. And, Good. Uh, makes Good. them that's excited the about what, what's coming down yeah. the line for them. And so okay. speaking of coming down the line, uh, the next big event for the youth event, maybe, I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> yeah, maybe right now. Yeah. The <laughs> uh, thing that's happening in our children's ministry is our Christmas program. So would you like to share a little bit about how that's going to happen? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely different this year than the past years. Uh, you know, I said I started in 2017 in the fall. And basically the first thing I started with was the Christmas program. And that was kind of like jumping right on into it with all of the kids. But I've always enjoyed putting the Christmas program together. It's always so imperfectly perfect. Like the kids are bellering out their songs and it's just, it's just fun to see them. Um, and we have, of course, misspoken lines and people coming and going in the wrong directions. But it always ends up just awesome. So it was a little disheartening this year to know that that wasn't the way it was going to work out. But um, our fourth and fifth graders are always in charge of kind of the play or the script part of it. So I reached out to them and their parents and I said, it's going to look a little different this year, but um, it's going to, it's going to be very similar in that we still did the script. And this year we actually did the script of, you know, baby Jesus being born. And the past few years, we've kind of taken a different take on it. But I thought for this year with everything else being so different, we would just stick to the story. And I had nine fourth and fifth graders who all recorded a couple of different parts of the script. And they all had to video record at home. And they found ways of dressing up as their characters and finding the, the outfits that they wanted to wear as the cast members. Um, and, and really all did a magnificent job. I there's a little fun part at the end that I was hoping would be a little longer, but everybody did such an amazing job that there was, I was kind of left without too many uh, mistakes in their, in their videos. But the older kids read their scripts, did a phenomenal job. Um, the littler kids, their job was to just sing some songs that we sent them um, in YouTube that they could either sing with the song, sing it on their own, sing it with a sister, uh, however they wanted to do it. 
cute, cute singers. We had families that were singing together. And I thought, you know, we just kind of clipped all the different songs together. And I thought that worked out really nice. Um, I, I, I thought they did a great job. I was thoroughly impressed with everybody that turned in a video. And I think the final product is, is great. Um, it's interesting. I didn't know for sure how long the script would take, but when you can clip out all of the miscues and kids going the wrong directions and having to herd the kids in the front of the church, it all goes very quickly. So it's not that long of a video, um, but we are excited. We're going to be showing it live for the first time. Can you say live? I guess it's not live. We're going to premiere it. We're going to yeah. premiere it um, for the first time on Sunday, December 20th at 4.30. And that's just going to be in our regular YouTube um, subscription or YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. But prior to the 4.30 showing, we're going to send out a Zoom link for all of the families that helped put it together and are going to come to watch that night. Um, just kind of see each other again. Like I said, I think some of the best parts about children's ministry is the opportunity to see the kids. Yeah. Even if the children didn't send in a video or they did send in a video or other people that just want to simply come see the kids, uh, we have a Zoom link that we'll send out. We can say hi to each other. We're encouraging people. I've got my stuff ready to go. Santa hats and reindeer antlers and blinking lights and get dressed up, get dressed up like it's Christmas. And we've done that in the past too. We've had ugly sweater Christmas programs. <laughs> we've had wear your, wear your Christmas gear. So we're still going to do that. Love to see the families. Um, each of the kids was sent a hot cocoa packet and a candy cane that they can have the night of the Christmas program showing. Um, I said, if you want to have apple cider or make some cookies, whatever it is your family wants to do, we'll get together for maybe 15 minutes prior to the show starting. Once the video starts, um, families can choose. They can stay in Zoom if they want to. They can go off of Zoom if they want, and we'll watch the video kind of together for those that would like to. And then probably just say, you know, one final Merry Christmas to each other before before we head into the Christmas season. And at that point, we usually kind of just take a break from some things, but really this year's kind of different. They got their December packets. We hope they continue to work on those. Of course, all the story of baby Jesus. That's what the packets are for this month. They'll get the opportunity to, usually it's a YouTube video that they watch the story. This will be their families of the church doing the story this time. And then they can continue to work on their packets through the month of December and we'll start up again in January. Yeah, I'm just so excited about this. And and I, I did get a sneak peek of the video. I didn't watch all of it because I wanted to see most of it live, but um, I'm yeah. excited for it. And and thank you for all. I know that it's a lot of work doing video editing um, as, I, as I've had to dabble my uh, toe in the water with that this, yeah. this fall. And um, But I'm grateful to, to you and all of the education uh, team for all of the work that you guys have been doing to keep connected our children and our families connected because it's a it's a tough thing when you when you're not seeing each other and you're not yeah. having that um kind of energy there's a certain energy about children's ministry yes um, yes there is hard to describe and hard to recreate via via zoom. right right yeah and it's even interesting when the kids are in zoom some some are still as energetic as they are at church but a lot of them are a lot more quiet. You know, like I, like we were talking about earlier, when you're seeing yourself in video, it kind of catches you off guard a little bit. So when the kids are seeing themselves, 
it's hard for them to pay attention to everybody else that's in the Zoom meeting. But it, we did Zoom a few times last spring with the little kids and it's, it, it was interesting to see them all in that setting as well. But we definitely do miss, miss being together for real and seeing each other and seeing that energy because you know, in the past, when we've had 605 in the sanctuary, man, those kids have all the energy going on Wednesday nights and the music's playing and it's, it's a lot of fun. Definitely looking forward to when we can be back doing that again, because I think the kids really enjoyed it and we really miss seeing them enjoy it. Well, and, and this is something I've gotten to experience yet, so I'm anxious. Yes, uh, yeah, your first time, you will come prepared. Yeah, no, I'm just, that was something that actually um, that I knew about about Yankton before I came here. I was in ministry team uh, with the pastors, and that was one of the things I often talked about was how exciting the 605 ministry was and how uh, life-giving that it really was for them and for, for our church. And so, um, you know, this year, again, like we've kind of talked that this year we knew was just going to be sort of an interlude year and that that really our theme was around connection and how do we keep people connected and how do we keep our children connected to us and to one another um, with the hope that uh, when the time is right, that that we're going to we're going to launch again and and have a lot of fun together. That's definitely the plan. <laughs> But I just, I think it's so important that people hear from you to, to know that, that things are happening and that our families are still connected and involved, um, even if we're not seeing them, uh, okay. because no one's in the sanctuary right now, <laughs> except for me. Um, yeah. uh, and then I'm just going to put a little plug in that uh, one of the things I would like for Christmas Eve is for families to take photos uh, with candles at home because what I'd like to do is to feature the photos during our Christmas Eve service again as an opportunity for us to see one another and so they can email me or, or Lisa here at the church or if you have my cell phone you can text me the, the picture um, and, and it doesn't matter what kind of candle it is I would take <laughs> whatever you have even if you have you know something that's what, that's as crazy as <laughs> mm -hmm. it smells really good um, but I just think it would be fun to be able to, again, just see everybody. And I know that for most people on Christmas Eve, that that's the me most meaningful part of that service is the camp lighting. And so we want to find a way to, to have everyone feel like they're a part of it. And so this is my plug to all of you to get those in, uh, pastorkricky at gmail.com or firstumc at iw.net. Uh, you can get those in. Um, before December 24th would be the best. Um, but, and then just a reminder as well that uh, we are online only through the end of the year. Uh, worship on Sundays at 10 a.m. Uh, as Tiffany said, we will be having our Christmas program on the 20th at 4.30. Uh, and then Christmas Eve service will be broadcast live at 4.30 on Christmas Eve, the 24th. And so those are, um, the, the upcoming services that we have and we hope that you are able to participate in those they do uh, after they're live they are still available on our youtube page uh, to watch at any time and we also have um, our sermon podcast if you're someone who likes to maybe go exercise and listen to sermons uh, we have that available and then this is also available as an audio podcast as well so we're finding our way out there <laughs> 
That's right. All the things we've learned. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Tiffany, I just want to thank you so much for all the work that you do and for joining me on the podcast today. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's good to update everyone on what is happening in the world of the children. Yeah, and I think I'm going to encourage you that if there's something that that you would like, if you want to support the children's ministry, or if you have questions, to to contact Tiffany. I'm sure she'd be happy to um, find a find a way for you to plug in or or to Absolutely. share with you how to support the children's ministry here at the church. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of What's Going On a video and audio podcast from First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. For this season of Advent and Christmas, you can join us for worship online at 10 a.m. on Sundays, either at our website, www.firstumcyankton.org, or by finding us on our YouTube channel. We also will have two special services during this season, Blue Christmas, which will happen Tuesday, December 15th at 7 p.m. online, and our Christmas Eve service, which will broadcast Christmas Eve at 4.30 p.m. online.